Hi everyone. Today I'm interviewing Mike. Now Mike has four businesses and he is calling himself the Mega Multi Mike. So we are going to find out from him today how he's managing all four businesses and also how he got the concept for all of them. Please join us, it's going to be fun. Are you thinking of becoming an entrepreneur but you're not exactly sure if that is for you? Or you have tried a few times but you have failed? Or maybe you are currently on your journey but you're not exactly sure you're taking the right path and if you're doing the right things? Follow along on this podcast where I will be sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you all. I will be sharing my successes, my failures and also my challenges. The best part is I will also be interviewing fellow entrepreneurs that will be sharing their stories and their successes. This is my podcast, Entrepreneurial Journey, and I am Joy Nicholson. Hi, everyone. As you all know, I have started this podcast to inspire or motivate entrepreneurs that are sitting on the fence to actually start their own business. And today I have Mike, and Mike is a multi, mega multi, mid, uh, Sorry, Mark, I'm struggling with that one. Mega Multi Mark is his business and he's got four successful business streams. And today he's going to talk to us about how he juggles all of that and how he still has a social life and um, yeah, how he is so successful. So hi, Mark. Hey, thanks for having me on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to hear your story. I think this is going to be amazing for a lot of people um, because I do... I do feel that um, entrepreneurs are always thinking when they start out, how am I going to juggle life and, you know, be successful in businesses and, you know, have a job. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a tough thing to juggle, especially when you've never done it before. (laughs) That is exactly, exactly true. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Where you're from, what's your hobbies, what do you do? Just, you know, personal things, not work related. We'll get to the work related (laughs) soon. But you know, what, what makes you tick? What, What makes you happy? Yeah, so uh, I'm uh, from a small town in Texas. I currently live in San Antonio, Texas. That's where I, uh, you know, I've, I've been here for a while now. Um, I, after graduating high school, I went to uh, Brown University up in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, did my four years there, got two degrees, one in mechanical engineering and one in human biology. Um, I got married immediately after college and my wife pursued a master's uh, degree. So we went to uh, College Station, Texas, to where she attended uh, Texas A&M University. So we lived there for three years until she finished and then came back to San Antonio. She's actually from San Antonio, so it was a, you know, a, a good choice for us. And uh, yeah, since then, I've just been growing uh, my business. Businesses and you know, in in downtimes, picking up some odd jobs here and there. But uh, you know, that's part of the entrepreneurial process. When you're when you're growing, you got to go through those growing pains. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's uh, that's me in a nutshell. As far as uh, hobbies, I I have all kinds of hobbies. I mean, I'm just so one thing that I I think comes across uh, when people talk to me is that I'm very passionate about a lot of things. But the, I think the underlying, uh, the, the basis of all that, where that passion comes from is I'm just, I just love learning things. Uh, I'm a, I'm a very uh, curious person. So I, I like to learn things and then I, I just like really get into it. And then I try to apply those things. So like I, uh, I love music. So I try to learn instruments. I, I play guitar and bass. Um, I, I enjoy doing things with my hands. So uh, funny story, and I'll, I'll expand on this a little bit later, but um, I got a free motorcycle and it totally does not work, but I'm rebuilding it from scratch. 
and lot. like that's a fun project for me and uh you know it's it gives me something to do with my hands it's engaging and i get to learn uh, while i'm doing it um so i mean i have a lot of little like you know projects that i do and uh and you know we'll get into a little bit about that later but um yeah i mean my my wife and i we don't have any kids yet we're going this year will be nine years being married we have uh, three dogs and we love to do stuff with our dogs and our friends and family and you know we like to travel but sometimes depending on schedules you know it just doesn't happen but you know it's uh, it's it's part of the priority of of you know, our goal setting. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much sums me up. <laughs> that's awesome. And you know what? Dogs are kids too. They just have four legs and they're furry. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and, um, like we have a, we have a schnauzer and she's a very intelligent dog and it's, it's like having a toddler in the house. Um, of course, you know, she doesn't, you know, I'm glad she doesn't have hands because she'd be grabbing things all, all the time. Uh, but she's, uh, she's a handful sometimes. And uh, we, we have a, an older dog. She's a chocolate lab. She's actually a cancer survivor and she's going blind in one eye. So, you know, we, we have uh, our dogs are, you know, we treat them like our kids because, you know, that's, that's what they are. You know, we've got to take care of them. You know? yeah. That is so, so awesome. <laughs> that is so cute. Um, so have you always been an entrepreneur? You know, like when you, when was that moment in your life that you thought, okay, this is actually it. I want to be my own boss. Um, <clears throat> that's a, I, I think it's an interesting uh, question because I don't think it really ever occurred to me of the idea whether or not entrepreneurship was for me. Um, it kind of just organically happened. Um, you know, so growing up, my, I saw my dad be involved in a network marketing business. It was in financial services. So I was kind of always around those kinds of people that were, you know, self-starters. They, they, they knew what they were after. They went after it. And, you know, a lot of them were also doing it on a part-time basis. So, you know, my dad, as an example, uh, he was a teacher, you know, he taught fourth and fifth grade at the time he started. And then, um, you know, he was working his business in the evenings and weekends. Um, so I got to see, you know, what it, it, the the kind of work ethic it took to not only build a business but have a family and also a full-time job um and and then coming out of college because you know my original goal was to go into engineering i wanted to you know work on uh, a lot of biomechanics research that was that was my my big thing at that time um but coming out of college at the time where the re the recession was just ending and kind of starting the upswing uh, there weren't a lot of jobs for people who had no experience in engineering. So um, I was lucky enough to get a, a position part-time as a lab manager, um, but I needed to supplement that income. So I picked up uh, the same network marketing business my dad had started and financial services. And I did that on a part-time basis. And ever since then, uh, a business has always been something that is for me necessary, you know, mm -hmm. like, I I have never had the the good fortune of saying I have a secure job, um, and you know I don't believe in job security. I believe in you know if it's if you want to get paid, you should work for it, and um, you know that's that's just kind of my mentality. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not you know knocking jobs because you know that they they have their role to play. You know definitely in times where. Um, a good example is when I moved from College Station back to San Antonio, I basically had to start my business all over again. 
And in the time I had to do that, had no income. So I did need to find work of some kind. And, you know, that was uh, my, in my mind, it was always about the business because the business provided me flexibility and coming from an engineering background, you know, the simplest solution is usually the best solution. And uh, if you build a system that works for you instead of working inside of a system, uh, ultimately that's the most efficient means of generating income. And so for me, it was about what am I doing right now at this job that I can use to fund the business to make that business work and outperform what I can do at this job. And so that's kind of my mentality I've always had. Um, and you know, I, I don't think it really ever like came up in my mind, like, you yeah. know, maybe I should start a business. Cause it was like, yeah, that's, it was just, it was always an option. Yes. That's awesome. And it, it's nice to, if you have that, you know, growing up with that and seeing that work ethic, that is, that is really, really awesome. And, um, so your concept for your business, um, okay, obviously you've got four multiple streams. Um, we'll get into that just a little bit soon, but what was your concept on your first initial, you know, when you first started out um, after, you know, when you had to restart in San Antonio, what was your first thing that you started out? You know, your first concept, how did you get that concept? Yeah. So are you, are you asking the, the business that I was working? Um, that yeah. I, that I had the time. So that was the, that was the network marketing financial services business. Uh, I had already been doing that about two and a half years. Um, I had multiple licenses, you know, I did different, uh, different lines of business within financial services. Um, but at, at one point I was doing well enough and one of my associates, um, came to me with a business idea that he heard from a friend of his at church and his friend was a truck driver. And he's like, Hey, we're we're all from the same hometown. It's very small. You know, there's no place to wash your trucks. So what if I bought a pressure washer and all I did was wash trucks. And I was like, that's an incredible idea, but it's not scalable. And both of them were like, well, since you know a little bit more about business, why don't you help us? And I told them, I'll write your business plan and and revise it every quarter in exchange for 15% of the business. And that's what we did. That was how I got into the truck washing business. Um, and uh, that went well. We lasted about a year and a half before we sold and we sold for a, a decent profit. And, um, you know, that was just kind of a, a happenstance, you know, and I, I tell people all the time, like, I don't, I don't say no to an opportunity until I know enough about it. And, uh, for me, uh, I saw that as a as an opportunity. It was you know low cost, uh, low time. It wasn't very time intensive, um, and I could still you know generate something out of it by leveraging the expertise of my business partners. Um, so I did that, and uh, along the way, I also decided to take some of my hobbies. Like like I mentioned earlier, I, I like music, right? So um, I decided I was going to start a production company and target local musicians who didn't have the budget to go to a studio and I could hire out, you know, people who were in college studying for, uh, to be sound engineers to have them, uh, go to people's houses and record mobile. Um, and that was the idea that I had. So I started doing that and, um, it, I only did it for a year, just kind of see if it worked. Um, I didn't lose money, but I didn't make any. So, you know, I considered it, uh, it was an okay success. Um, but I, but I took those skills 
Um, and one of the reasons why I chose to start that as a business was because um, I felt that uh, the money I put into it and the money I got back out of it, um, I could uh, leverage that to learn new skills that I could take into other other environments. And that's, that's what I did. Um, that's kind of how I developed into growing into my consulting business um, wow. you know, because I had all these different experiences from, you know, being in the hard sciences to financial services, to working with investors and sales, managing businesses, selling a business, um, (laughs) and then having the, the, the media production side of things under my belt too. Um, kind of uh, like people saw me as like a jack of all trades and, you know, that was, um, kind of an okay term. Um, cause I, I feel like a, a jack of all trades is someone who, um, is okay enough at something to say that they can do it. Um, but I feel like, uh, my areas of expertise are, they're broad, but in the things I do within them, uh, are very specific and I do them well. Um, so like in the world of, of, of like music, for example, um, I'm not a great sound musician. I mean, a, a sound engineer, uh, I'm not a great studio musician. Um, I, you know, I don't, uh, play regularly. I don't, you know, memorize songs very well, but what I am really good at is, uh, is the production process. So I know how to organize and manage all of those different aspects to make a final product. And that is what I'm really good at. So, you know, I, I know the ins and outs of those things and I can, I can make it work. But when it comes to that one particular area of expertise, that's what I'm good at. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. And um, yeah, um, it's, it's quite impressive with how many skills you've got. <laughs> I just have to tell you that. I'm like, wow, this guy's awesome. <laughs> so that's very, very Thank cool. You. <laughs> um, I, I think uh, I think it sounds a lot more impressive than it is uh, like for 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 any entrepreneur you know it's like uh, at the the bare bones the at the end of the day it's you, you know you got to do what it what it takes to make the business work right and and that's really how I develop a lot of these skills is because I you know went out and started a business to make it work <laughs> that's right and you've worked hard at it it didn't just fall in your lap you know you right. put a lot of hours into it right so, so getting to that, um, how many hours do you think you spend on average, um, you know, putting into your business, not, not considering the time that you have to, because you like, you like me, we like to learn new things all the time. So apart from that, your actual hours that you work every week on your, okay, obviously you've got four business streams, so you're a lot more busier than normal people, but how many hours on average a week do you think you put in, realistically speaking, or, you know, starting from the beginning, like how many did you put in when you first started out and how many do you put in now? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question because, um, <clears throat> For me, I, I prioritize things based on um, end results. So if it takes me 20 hours to achieve one thing, that's what it takes. I don't box myself and say, I'm going to work on my business for 60 to 80 hours a, a week and see what I get done. I think of it the other way around. What do I need to get done and how long is that going to take me? Um, and that's that's what I focus on. So some weeks, you know, I put in maybe 20, 30 hours. Other weeks, it's like 80 to 100. Um, and it just depends on what I, what I need to uh, accomplish. Um, but I also compartmentalize things based on priority because I have multiple businesses, but not all those businesses hold the same level of priority in what I need to accomplish. So 
So, um, you know, one of the things I do to keep myself organized across the board is I look at uh, what two or three things are absolute musts that I need to complete within a day or within a week for each of my businesses. And then based on, on that list that I come up with, I figure out of those things, which is the most important. And I work on those first. Um, and however long it takes is however long it takes. But one of the things I, I've really been working on over the last year or two is um, becoming more efficient in how I manage that time. Um, and I, I, I feel like um, I've gotten to a point where uh, I, I recognize that there's maybe like a five to six hour window of opportunity for me every single day where I'm the most effective. And for me, you know, sleep and, and rest for my mental state is very, very important um, because uh, if I'm not rested, I can't function correctly. And that affects my business, that affects my partners, that affects my employees. Um, and ultimately that's going to affect everything around me. So uh, I prioritize being able to take a step back and take a breather. So um, that's, that's one of the things that's really, really important for me. So when I hit that, that uh, five or six hour window of opportunity for me to be you know, ultra uh, uh, productive, I, I really push myself to get things done because I know after a certain point in the day, um, I'm going to hit a slump and, you know, mentally it's very fatiguing and I force myself to take a break. So that break can be an hour. It can be two and a half hours you know, whatever, whatever it is. And once I'm done with that, I can, you know, reevaluate where I'm at and what else I can, I can accomplish in that day. And I kind of build my schedule around that. So I don't really normally focus on how many hours a week I'm actually putting in. I focus on what results am I getting uh, and what do I need to accomplish? And then I work towards that. And that is, that is the perfect way to do it because I've, you know, speaking of my own experience, I do exactly that because I would get the question too. It's like, how many hours a week do you work? I'm like, I don't know. And I'm the same, you know, some weeks is 30, some weeks a hundred. You just have to make it work. Right. Right. Do you, do you have like a system in place where you manage your task, you know, like, like an urgent and important or, a, um, you know, like a, this has to be done today, but you know, realistically speaking, it's only going to be tomorrow. Like, do you push yourself to your limits to get certain tasks done, or are you just realistic about you know what is urgent and important, and what is realistically the next one that you have to complete for the week? Yeah, so there's a lot of thought that goes into the prep for that, okay. um, and there's a lot of tools that I use based depending on what it is I'm trying to accomplish. Okay. So to to kind of just like manage my thought process, I use a regular notebook. I have this uh, little like Harry Potter notebook. Oh, that's awesome. Me. I love it. It's um, cool. I, yeah. Um, and, and I actually, like, I don't know why, but I like to collect notebooks. I have a, a, almost a library full of notebooks and I, I use them. You know, I, I try to use them, but I, I use the notebook specifically to create lists and tasks. And then from there, I can manually, you know, the, the nothing can re really replace that that motion of writing on paper, whether it's with pen or pencil. Um, and, and for me, that helps me to, it's almost therapeutic, but it's also helps me to keep focused. And from there, I kind of organize all the things that I need to do and I lump them into the categories based on the businesses or if it's like a personal item that I need to take care of. Um, and then from there, I can, I can prioritize. 
And then other tools that I use at that point would be my calendar. You know, I schedule things into the calendar and I set uh, alarms and appointments. Um, but I also use uh, Trello, the app. I'm not sure if you've, if you've used that before, but I, I, I use that because I like the, the, what is it called? The Kanban system of mm -hmm. like the drop down. You can organize and set things by priority. Yes. Um, I can move things over. Sorry, I just bumped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I can move things over based on uh, what stage they are in the process of completion. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also heavily rely on CRMs or client relationship management software. Um, right now, the one I use the most is Podio. Um, it's mostly because uh, a lot of my clients are in real estate and that's what they use. So I, I have my own, you know, workspace built out so that I can share things between clients and stuff. Yeah. Um, but that helps me keep organized based on categories of work that I need to accomplish. And within those, I can set tasks and reminders for myself um, because like there's just so much going on. I can't remember all of it. And yeah. as things come to my head, the quickest way for me to get them out is pen and paper. So I always have a notebook with me and I just jot things okay. down and uh, I, I, I have my own little uh, like notation system of like of symbols, like double star means got to do it like ASAP, or, you know, like a circle means come back to this. And you know, like I, I, I have a, a little system in place of how I organize my thoughts and I review that note, the, those pages uh, every day to make sure that, I've completed all of those things. If not, I roll them over to the next day and I just keep adding to that list and organizing myself that way. Um, and you know, for the most part it has worked for me. Uh, I haven't really found uh, another system yet that kind of uh, helps me to stay focused. I think just having the notebook on hand is the fastest method for me. Yes. And that's great advice because you know, I've got, I've got one too. I'll show you mine. There's mine. I've got states of mind. Yeah. My, I love New York. So that's like my, that's, so I completely relate to that. And it's, and you know, speaking to other entrepreneurs, a lot of them have little notebooks that they just juggle down, like, you know, notes or ideas or things. So that's yeah, yeah. cool. And, and one thing I would add to, uh, to new entrepreneurs um, is that efficiency is, is critical. And having a notebook is great, but forcing your mind to prioritize things before you write it down is even more important. One of the things I used to do in college, um, you know, again, I, like I mentioned a little bit ago, I think it was before we started recording, you know, I, I have ADHD. It's, it's, it's severe. It's really bad. And one of the things I used to do is um, in my notebooks, actually what I would do is take a clipboard to, to class with me um, and I would actually use uh, printer paper because I had no lines. There was no distractions for me. And then I would take the page and kind of fold it over like that and then make a line down the side. So I would keep notes here of all the important major things. And then um, mostly like diagrams because, you know, that's what I you know, studied. And I had to remember those, those things. Yeah. But I always had a, a, a voice recorder with me. And on that little side panel, I would mark the timestamp of that recorder. So if there was something that was really important that I needed to remember, I would keep track of where in that timestamp of the recording I needed to go back to listen to. And I do that also um, with my, uh, even to this day, I don't fold the, the, the pages, but I, I do draw a line down to the side. And if there's something that's like super important, I'll write it off there and say, 
refer to, you know, such, such email or this time go here. And I'll, you know, that, and I, when I see that little column, I know that those like super, super important things for me to remember everything else is kind of just uh, ancillary, you know, it's, it's there and I, I need to use it. But for new entrepreneurs, using a system like that and forcing yourself to use maybe one or two pages to organize all the thoughts you have for a single day will really help you with as a thought exercise in organizing yourself in your head before you put it on paper. And when you can start thinking like that uh, several moves in advance, um, it also helps you to prepare and how you're going to manage, um, you know, business activities because there's so many things going on. There's so many variables that you just have to constantly be aware of what could true. possibly happen. That is true. That is very true. And also important to take action on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, obviously. I mean, if you're not, if, uh, you know, it's, uh, you're basically just writing down pipe dreams if you're not doing anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly true. Uh, so uh, two more questions for you. So apart from, you know, like the money side of a business, because obviously that is a driving factor for people as well. What else drives you in your businesses every day? You know, because you're not going to, not every person wake up and go, ooh, this day is going to be amazing balls because, you know, not everybody is like that. So, you know, right, when you yeah. get up in the morning, what, what is that thing that drives you to get you going? You know? uh, it's doing something. Uh, you know, I've, uh, I feel like going to a job traditionally has been, uh, most people don't like it because it's monotonous and it doesn't really, uh, it doesn't really validate you as a person. You know, you, most of the times you don't feel like you bring value to anybody else and they're not bringing value to you. It's like everybody shows up because they have to. Um, but in, in the business world, there's always going to be things you don't want to do, but the thing that makes it easier to manage and accept is that, um, when I do them, I get to do the things I really want to do. And because I'm really passionate about it, I kind of trick my mind into finding things I can be passionate about in the things I don't want to do. And it helps me to accomplish them you know, quicker, um, more efficiently. Um, and one of those, the, the things or methods that you can eventually grow into uh, at some point is hiring out some of those things, you know, delegating to like a virtual assistant um, or having uh, an actual assistant, you know, when you get to that point in your business where it's not just you anymore and you can afford to hire that help, um, that, that does, you know, lift the burden off of you a little bit more so you can focus on the things you really, really want to do. Um, but for me, the, yeah, the, the attraction to the business is being able to do something I really, really enjoy, you know, um, like here where I'm at right now, I'm actually in the media room of one of my biggest clients, Hillco Homes. So you can see their like yeah. banner behind me. They're, they're a wholesale real estate company. You know, they're based out of here in San Antonio. Um, and they sell contracts on properties. That's what they do. That's all their business is. And one of the things I love about coming to work for them every single day is I manage their media. So I'm, I'm in the media room. Most of the stuff they have in here is my equipment and I love doing the podcasts. I love helping them with the Facebook live, you know, even though I'm behind the camera most of the time, you know, it's, it's, it's a passion of mine. Okay. Um, I, I'm a numbers guy. So I run all of their backend data analytics. You know, I help them figure out what zip codes they need to target when they do their mailer campaigns or, you know, what, uh, 
what category of, of sellers we need to be focusing on because that's what's working right now versus last quarter. Um, that's fun for me. Uh, you know, I know it's not fun for a lot of people, but for me, I, you know, I, I get to wake up every day and show up and be like, yeah, this is, this is really fun. You know, I, I can, I, I ask questions and I use the data to, to answer them. And, uh, you know, that's exciting for me. Um, but I mean, ultimately it's the, it's the flexibility and freedom that a business allows you to be able to do that. You know, like it, it, it stops being work at some point when you, when you're having fun with it. Um, and when you can choose which days you want to have that kind of fun versus stay at home with the family, um, that's where the, it, it gets really exciting. It's that freedom, that freedom to just love laugh. Yeah, absolutely. I completely get that. So, so tell us a little bit, what are you, what are you currently working on? What is your, your businesses? So tell us a little bit about your, your mega multi-mark businesses, you know, how you work and, um, you know, where people can find you, you know, what type of services you've got. So I would say it's your two minutes of fame and just, you know, <laughs> tell us all about it. Yeah, for sure. So uh, my, my brand, the Mega Multi Mike, is actually closely tied with my consulting business, which is CNM Integrity Holdings. And the, my main business is my consulting business. So with that company, um, I bring my expertise of problem solving. I call myself a professional problem solver because that's what I do. I, I sit with uh, business owners and with individuals and help them come up with solutions to be more efficient at what they do in their business, whether it's a workflow process, whether it's understanding uh, product or service life cycle, whether it's customer service, you know, whatever it is, there's an aspect to everybody's business that a, they don't want to look at or do and that they're willing to outsource and B that could use some improvement. So that's what I do. Uh, and through that business, I have several partners that specialize in other things. So I have one gentleman who does video and photography, like that's his business. He has his own company and together we, we partner up and share clients based on the kind of work that we're doing for them. Um, I have another guy that does social media marketing, so I can bring, come in and look at the data analytics side of things of their business and say, you need to be focusing on this demographic. And then my guy comes in and helps them build out a social media plan to attack that demographic. Um, and I also have another, another guy on my team that builds websites. You know, he, his specialty is like, um, is Squarespace. That's, that's the website provider that he, that he uses. Um, and so I have a bunch of little, you know, pieces all in play all the time with this, with this one uh, business. And that's kind of how I can manage the workload that I have. And from that, in addition to, you know, my really wide diverse background, um, I, I came up with the brand for the mega multi mic. And that brand is really, at this point, it's just kind of talking you know, getting that conversation of as a entrepreneur pursuing multiple ventures, how do you balance those ventures? How do you stay organized and focused? And how do you also balance that with life? You know, yes. life happens, yes. whether it's good or bad, it's going to happen. You know, we have no control of it, but um, you know, uh, if you want to have a positive uh response or positive interaction with that balance. That's kind of the, the conversation I want to raise with the mega multi mic. 
ultimately I want to provide products and services that are catered towards what I'm calling the multipreneur. You know, it's an entrepreneur that is doing multiple things at the same time, a little different than a serial entrepreneur who builds a business, they sell it, start a new one, just keep repeating the cycle. Um, and I, I find that, uh, especially now it's, it's more common for people to have multiple businesses. You know, they have, they have their main thing, but then they have their like size stuff that if it comes up, Hey, I can also do that, you know? And that's kind of the spirit of the mega multi mic is how do you make sure that you, all of those little things that you're doing can be successful, not just in your business life, but also your personal life. And, you know, for some people, their spiritual, their mental life, you know, how does that play out altogether? And ultimately that's, that's, you know, the, the bulk of what I do, you know, like I have other smaller businesses like, um, Blood Moon Comics, which is a self-publishing comic book company. Um, my, uh, I do all the illustrations. My friend helps me with the writing. Um, we've only done one short story publication, but you know, it's because, you know, it's, it's a hobby, you know, that's, uh, we treat it like that. Um, and, uh, but you know, we have plans for it and part of my goals are to build up my main business enough that I can finance the operations of other smaller businesses like that, because that's a passion of mine. Um, I also do real estate investing. You know, that's one of the reasons why I work with Hilco homes because, uh, there's an alignment of interests. You know, I understand the data side and my mentor understands the finance side and he's done it. And I'm learning from him on how to, how to grow a real estate investment portfolio. Um, so I do that as well. And, um, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of things that, um, that come my way and I kind of evaluate as they come, what's, what's something I can do or not do. Um, as far as, uh, working together or if anybody wants to reach out to me, um, the, probably the quickest way is on Facebook. Yeah. I have a Facebook page for uh, CNM integrity holdings, uh, a Facebook page for the mega multi mic. I also have Instagram pages. You can fo uh, follow it there. I've created a YouTube channel, but I haven't really done anything with it. Uh, I'm still in the planning process of what yeah. the content's going to be. Um, I launched a podcast for CNM Integrity Holdings, and there's so far there's only one episode that's up, um, and I'm working on content for that as well. Um, but I do uh, run, I'm, I'm the host of the Hilco Homes podcast and we're on episode, I think, 65 now. So if you guys want to learn about real estate investing in, in Texas and in the U.S. market, um, definitely check that out. And uh, we're always happy to, uh, to answer questions on, uh, for that show. Um, but yeah, mostly social media, uh, Facebook and Insta uh, Instagram. Um, all my other contact details are there, email, phone number. Uh, business address. If you want to, um, you know, send uh, a letter or whatever, you know, however you want to be in touch, but yeah, that's the, the, the best way to, to reach out to me. So what we'll do is as well, we will drop links um, in the, you know, in the bottom piece um, on the YouTube video, because it's going to go on YouTube as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, so we'll just drop links so people can find you, you know, perfect on that. So one final question, Mark, if you can give any advice to somebody sitting on the fence, thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, they're not exactly sure if that's for them, you know, cause you know, obviously they have family and work and all of those things. What is the yeah. advice that you would give to somebody that's sitting on the fence and thinking about it? You know, that bug has kind of bitten them, but they're not there just yet. What advice would you give them? Just do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what's the worst that could happen? You end up in the same spot you're in. Yes. That is very so true. <laughs> figure, try it. 
I mean, you never know what could happen and ask, ask questions. I mean, that's, that's the big, the big thing. Most people, I mean, I've been meeting with a lot of really successful individuals in various industries, right? Mostly in real estate. Cause that's kind of what my, my main focus is right now. But I could say probably the number one thing that they all have in common is that none of them knew what they were doing when they got started. And if you're in a new entrepreneur or you're thinking about being an entrepreneur, just do it. I mean, what, yeah. what who's going to say no other than you? <laughs> and what's the worst that could happen, right? I mean, just try it. Give it a shot. Ask questions. Find someone who's done it, that done something that you want to do and learn from them and, you know, just give it a shot. Yeah, that is, that is really great advice. That is really, really great advice. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate your time. It has been very informative. I have learned myself a few things. I must admit. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been <laughs> a pleasure. Yeah, it, thank you. It was a pleasure this side as well. So thank you so very much. And um, I will definitely, I'll, you know, we'll keep in touch. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. So definitely we'll keep in touch. Awesome. Thank you so much and have a good sleep because I know you've been up late for us for this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Almost 13, 14 hours now. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.